As we were saying. So when you when you take the the majesty of humanity, it expresses itself, let's say, primarily in the two upper regions of a person's being, in the intellect and the emotion. Even though of course animals do experience emotions. We all know this. We've had pets. We've had dogs. And dogs are emotional. Dogs dogs there's a whole there's a whole dog psychology stuff. I have a, a friend whose dog went through therapy and came out Baruch Hashem, exceptionally well. <laughs> uh, she came from an abused house and she needed a lot of sessions and now she can she can she can interact with other dogs. She still she still often hides underneath the table and and, and, and whimpers. But again, compared to where she was before, and it's leaps and bounds, literally, ahead of where she was. And, and, and dogs like, so do, do, animals have emotions. Animals have emotions. There's a fascinating, just as an aside, there's a fascinating obsession that the German Nazis, Imach Shmam Vizichram, had is they, they had this strange hovermine that they could teach dogs how to speak. They felt that if they could just keep on like, training and training and training, eventually they'd They'd be able to actually teach them how to speak. But that's strange. But definitely animals have emotions. But the range and the intensity, it's very, very unsophisticated compared to human being. <laughs> well, I mentioned which human beings excel at that. The emotions that people have, the emotions that people have are definitely indicative. The romance, the, the, the awe, the love are indicative of something which is above and beyond really what we've experienced in the rest of, in the rest of creation. Uh, and of course, even above that, which is the intellectual grasp, the self-awareness to know of how we're operating, the understanding and the, and, and the, the bigger picture, the ideals, the concept, the, the abstract, which exists beyond the details. So those things are clearly human attributes. Now, uh, therefore, we're starting to make hierarchy of, of, of values and we're actually starting to attach values and importance to different parts of the person's persona. In other words, based on the system, uh, I'm obviously speaking in two highfalutin terms because I generally feel that the amount of big words used in a single sentence is directly proportional to the amount of gazed, vacant looks on, looks on people's faces. So I, I'm going to try... I'm gonna try um, uh, one second. Um, it may help if I speak in a in a silly accent. Okay, Oak. So uh, this is what you know. If you want to be, a, if you want to be a proper proper guy. So the way. That's just how my face. Is. Yeah. No, that's just not working. Kids as follows, gentlemen. Let's rate them. Let's go from. Bo there's a bottom and there's a top. Do you agree with me, Schmelke Schmelkela? Meaning, at the bottom, the person who's the lowest, lowest, lowest of low, he's so devoid of intrinsic meaning, as opposed to generic sense of self, that he puts himself into his possessions. That, we could say, is the lowest, because he's attaching himself to an inanimate object. It's not even moving. The polo shirt is dead. The... Um, filling the missing word. Da, da, da. Watch is obsolete. Me, okay, uh, you can argue. What do you mean, Rabbi? My watch moves. Uh, those are inanimate objects. Those are inanimate. If a person rests his identity in inanimate object, it's an absolute busha. It's a shunder. It's a shame. 
on his humanity. If a person goes one step above that and he rests his identity in his body, his facial features, the size of his gigantic ripped biceps, his six-pack, whatever it is, whatever part of anatomy you choose, he is but an animal. He'll never be as fast as a cheetah, her cheetah. He'll never be as fast as a grand, her grand. He'll never be as fast as a talented tortoise. Or maybe well, maybe well, maybe as a talented tortoise. But because, you know, if a person accentuates in his, in his selfhood, he accentuates the part of him which makes him the same as the animal kingdom and not different, so he's a prostabamer. I mean that in the nicest way. <laughs> but you get the point. The point is it is a hierarchy going from lowest to highest. And of course, if a person, animals have emotions as well. So if a person invests himself in his emotional self and that's who he is, so that's, that's elevated and it can be grandiose. But it's not it. And even if a person, even, even if a person invests himself in his intellect, but the intellect is fallible, it's not absolute. It still has its limitations attached to it. Granted, it's perhaps the most human of what human can be. But it's not it. The deepest and most profound of all human characteristics is that of immortality. Immortality means I have the capacity to give up my life. You can only give up your life if there's something above and beyond your life. If your life stops with your life, you would never give it up because that means you would cease to exist. When you give up your life, you're saying there's something beyond me. And hence the requirement of Judaism doesn't end with what's called mysterious nefesh, giving up your life. It begins with giving up your life. And that's why essentially Judaism has to be a religion of extremes. It has to be a religion where you give up. Because until you've given up, you haven't made the transition from existing in the physical world to existing in the spiritual world. You're locked into the world of finite parameters. You're caught in the maze. You're trapped in the box. You're shut up in the cell. You're buried in the pit. You're bound in chains. You're tied up by rope. You're ensconced by... That wasn't bad then. I was on the wrong. That was, that was pretty... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Part of the intellect. What? Um, so we can learn a lot from suicide bombers then, right? Absolutely, now, absolutely. Now, I think the difference is, where I try to build that case, is that you have to do it while staying alive. You have to find... One second, one second. Wait, 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 Sposnik. You asked the question, and I think, as usual, your premise is faulted. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think we can really learn something from the suicide bombers. Why not? Why not? In other words, that which I'm describing is a unique human characteristic that people have the capacity to give up their lives for something beyond themselves. I'm not necessarily describing Judaism. And therefore, a suicide bomber is an apt illustration of that. Any person that's ever given up his life for the cause is an apt illustration of it. It's a grasp that I exist beyond my body, my mind, myself, my emotions. Now, then there's a separate question. But is it right? Separate question. There's a description of the human character, and then there's a question, well, okay, but you can do it for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. It's still transcendent. The question is, is there significance and meaning, or is there perhaps terrible evil involved? Okay, there's one question. Next question, Jeremy. But giving up your life doesn't necessarily mean that you think that your life extends beyond 
why you are here. It could mean that you value others' lives as much as your own, or I guess it would have to be more so. We have you to be more so. Children's lives more than your life, so therefore you're willing to give up your life to protect which, them. Which means is there's something bigger than me. Why does it mean that? Because if it means that my children have there, there's something the love of children, the continuation of my progeny is something which extends beyond me. Because if it wouldn't extend beyond me, so then I say, listen, that's important. This is more important. <coughs> there's something of great importance which extends beyond me. But extending <coughs> not in a spiritual way. Necessarily. Correct. Okay. Correct. 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 Absolutely. Example, case, I don't know things in China with um, during the communist, um, the building collapsed um, or a fire or something like this and a man and his son were caught in the building and there was an, a, an officer as well. And so it was either he could save his son or the officer and um, he saved the officer because the officer was more important to the, gen to the general Good. Hmm. So I can find the fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. But again, so, so good. So, so what we're seeing is that the fascinating point is that humanity begins at the place we would think it would stop. And even within that, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get us a little bit attuned and a little bit sensitive to where we're living in the world, Sam. What kind of world are we living in? Because if you look at the messages broadcast most loudly by the media, they focus not even. We're saying that even the highest component of humanity is still not what man makes man man. We, even the intellect. Even that is not the ultimate description. The ultimate description of man is his immortality, his connection to something beyond the physical. But even within the physical, there's lower and higher. And let's say the higher is his intellect, his ability to grasp. So why are you giving me that lost look? Are you, are you feeling genuinely lost? Allow me to throw out a life ring and you will be brought back onto the, on board. Remember we discussed four levels of the self. Now we're starting to rate them. Level one, possessions, low. Because you're making your inanimate object be your identity. That's bad. Level two, body, low. You, you're making yourself the same as the animal. Yeah? Level three, that you're identifying your emotion, your personality, better because animals don't have that sophistication but still not great level four getting there because you're an, uh, relating to the part of you which is definitely uniquely human it's making you special that's that's what you have to offer to the world but still not there until you get to the transcendence good now if you look at the reason why we do intellect ability to conceive yeah so how do you how do you spend the intellect in that, so the level three is the emotion, because all animals have emotions. Yes. Level four is intellect. It's the ability to abstract, to, for example, self-awareness, not 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 savvy, not like uh, cleverness. You can you can have you can do things, you can be highly functional, but it doesn't mean intellect. Intellect is the ability to conceive of, to have ideas, to have thoughts, to have concepts. No, 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 that's not, that's not transcendence. That's before transcendence. Transcendence is the point which goes even beyond that. Okay, good. That's in the Shama. Yes. Human, human intellect is, 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 is bound by, by boundaries. It's, it's, a, it's a bound, it's a function of space and time, for example. We can't think out of the realm of space and time. So it has its outer, there's, there's, there's a boundary to it. It doesn't go on forever and ever. So it is limited. Good. Rechaval.
good. So now, what I'm saying, Sam, is this is the point I'm trying to... Yes? Just, um, just thinking, but with, let's say, the business situation where people, because of their possessions, reflect that onto you, so if you don't have the specific... So there's, there's a, a question, strategy of living in the modern world. I'm a CEO. Not a Levi. One of the way. So, conflicted. So, I'm a CEO. Now, if I drive a 76 Subaru Avrechim, have you seen those? They're the best Subarus ever made. Subaru? Oh, uh, Subaru. Oh, Subaru. 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 Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Forgive me. Subaru? Subaru. What do people who speak English say? Super, super. Oh gosh, I can't believe it. This time the English is also wrong. So, <laughs> you draw, you draw. Subaru. The kids are. Forget the Japanese, what do they know? So. No. Cars? Subaru. Subaru. Yeah, it's not Australian. Kangaroo, Subaru. So, you're driving in your Subaru 76. So, there's an actually, there was such a successful make. It's now being coined the Subaru Avrechim. And Avrechim is a person that learns in Avrechim, he learns in Kodal. They drive these cars because they're 30 years old and they cost uh, 40 shekels to buy. And <laughs> um, now, if I'm a CEO and I turn up to a business meeting, one of those, the chances are no one's going to take me seriously. And if I come in, like my stained shirt with my, you know, the, when the trousers start to get the shine? Yeah, the shiny trousers yeah. and and my shoes haven't been polished I'm actually just describing myself now and my shoes haven't been polished in the last three years so it's, it's, you can say what do you mean I'm above my positions but strategically it's a stupid move to make so th that's a separate point in other words how does one how does one keep their head afloat when living in a world which speaks that language what I want to first at least open up our minds to see is let's listen to the language that the world is speaking because we're not aware of it. And unless we become aware of it, so then spiritual growth becomes quite difficult. So let's become aware of how the world is speaking to us. So I, I, the, the, the loudest message broadcast by the world definitely focuses on the lowest two levels of being. It focuses on getting you to buy things, somehow implying that by buying those things you will be better, you'll be, it'll be easier, but you'll be better, and also body. Looking, looks, you know, you don't, you don't see fat, ugly people on billboards. You don't. Yeah. You do? Yeah, and the before pictures. Like, wait, yeah, it's all over Miami. It's all they would advertise is... Um, fat, ugly people who are no, not no. thin and beautiful. Yeah, but before, wait, no, Seda. no exercise, no pills, no this, no that. Like, don't do anything and you'll be beautiful. That's amazing. The kids are, that's not, it's not something, the world gives a very strong subliminal message then. The message is, you will be bigger, better if you have this brand watch, this brand clothes, if you live in this size house, if you drive this kind of car, if you wear this kind of suit, and if you look like this and you present yourself like this. The world doesn't say, um, even if it does, it doesn't a very, it, it perhaps goes one step beyond and sometimes it appeals to the emotions. It's, it's, it's an absolute rarity that the, the world today, the Western world, appeals to the intellect. You don't see adverts for people who want to delve into Chaucer. Big Chaucer adverts. Haven't seen any big Chaucer adverts. Chaucer? No. Sorry, let me first of all tell you who Chaucer was. <laughs> Hello, okay. That, that gives a point, Chaucer. 
Adverts is advertisements? Yes. Adverts is advertisements. So what, what so is the psychology of Poland? Is that it's something in the messaging that really, uh, you know, like, coordination? Okay, well, sorry, Israel. Psychology, can you rephrase your question? So, like, I'm saying, like, this idea, of, like, in psychology, people appeal to, like, you know, either, you know, your, like, like, to, like, to put, like, your sexual conscience or something like that. So where would that psychology of normally fall under maybe intellect? Well, let's not discuss. Psychology is really a science of the analysis of how a person works. But let's talk about psychological theories. Let's say, like, Freudian sexuality. That certain things appeal to you and they bypass your conscience and they go directly to your subconscious. So so it it becomes complicated. Oh, gosh. (laughs) As it is, we're getting about... 30% 30% engaged looks, about 70% vacant stations. So I, 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 I don't want to change the ratio at this point in time. I think I'm doing well. I think 30% is not, it's not a bad score. Hmm? It's, not, it's not a bad score, 30%. I'm saying it's, 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 it's not bad, no? And also, generally, generally, it's, 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 very, it's very connected to the amount of time after breakfast and towards lunch. Meaning, there's a very close correlation. The further away from breakfast, the closer to lunch, the more vacant stairs. It could be. It could be. It's a vote, or say. Oh, it could be. It's. Uh, it could be. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's a vote of high giant. <laughs> 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 it could be. It could be a vote stum in, in in low eating more low GI foods. That could be it. GI is not a description of your status. It means glycemic index. In America, they actually can't. In the no, in America, they can't call GI. They can't call GI GI. I think they call it something else because. No, 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 GI no, is, it, is, is glycemic government issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they can't. Glycemic index is the rate at which your body absorbs sugar. So you can have low GI and high GI, but in the rest of the world they call it low GI and high GI, and in America they call it. I <laughs> know what they call it. Uh, maybe blood sugar. What? Yeah, blood sugar. Lewis. So then, is, is, is being transcendent then means. It, it still means you have to be aware of all the other levels, right? It's not like you're transcending the four levels. You're just you're just reaching your higher ability to reach that level, but you still have to be aware. Like we said, we still Absolutely. have to be aware of Transcendence that. means that the, 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 the activity I'm involved in isn't isolated to this point in time and this place. Meaning, when you do something transcendent, when you do something physical and practical, so let's say if you, the, your pure intention is for um, unadulterated desire, that's what's motivating to you to eat this delicious entire bar of Swiss chocolate, oh. three inches thick. And it's got to the temperature where it's, it's not melted, because that would be clumsy with the paper, yeah. but it's soft enough to melt in your mouth. Oh. And you engage in this process, even though it's counterproductive, let's say, to your, to your body nutrition, but you engage in this process because you just want to be in that moment. And you take this exquisitely brown substance and you gently move it towards your tongue and then your lips embrace it. Now, at that point in time, you're completely in that moment. That's the absolute antithesis of transcendel- transcendence. Whereas, whereas, even on the most basic level you can transcend, and of course there's degrees and degrees, but whereas when you're eating an energy bar to give you energy to engage in an important task, so then the act of eating transcends that point in time and space because it's got a higher purpose to it. And that the level of high 
elevated purposes is higher and higher and higher. Um, so ultimately, the, the, the process of, of living Jewish life is that you live a transcendent life. That every act you have is, doesn't die in that moment. It perpetuates itself because it has significance. There's meaning beyond the here and now. And that's why the ultimate is not, people speak of Olam Haba, Olam Haba. The ultimate is the experience of the Olam Haba in Olam Hazeh. It's not that, I mean, do, 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 even though it's sometimes phrased like that, but you have to understand what that means. So that, I'll do, I'll live this life, it's a life of materialism, it's a life of, and then there'll be this time and space where, boom, spirituality. No, the person that dies in this world is the same person that goes to Olam Haba. There's no difference. All you do is you shuffle off your mortal coil. So as a result, a person, imagine if you're a person who's a massive biker in Olam Hazeh. Clearly, now you know why he's in Olam Abba. He's a massive, <laughs> he's a massive biker, a massive biker. He drives one of these huge machines, which recently Honda bought out a 1.8 liter engine motorcycle. 1.8 liters. You just sit on the thing and it starts to... You can just imagine the thrill and excitement. So, you go on this thing and just... So now a person like that, and that's where he gets his energy, that, that's where he gets his heels, his vitality, gets to Olam Haba. First thing he asks is, uh, do they have big highways here? And the angels say, they say, in Olam Haba, there is no end of big highways. And he asks the question, he says, and do they have big bikes? And they say, in Olam Haba, there are no bikes. <laughs> so then he says, gosh, this is hell. Oh, there you go. There's a Rav Dessa which says that there's no difference between Gan Eden and Gehenim. It's just who you are. It's like taking a person to shul. <laughs> this is hell! <laughs> Take someone else, this is heaven. It just depends on how sensitized you are to spirituality. Come to shul. No, 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 no. So a person has to refine himself until the spiritual world speaks to him. So therefore, that's a job in this world. If a person is not spiritualized, not transcendent in this world, so he gets to the next world and he really has nowhere to go. Because it's very frustrating when you're in the spiritual world and you're totally physicalized. What do you do? So, okay, fine, there's no highways. Are they used like, um, can I go to a restaurant? Sorry, there's no food of the time. But I'm starving, I just want to eat. Because the tigers don't go away. Nothing changes. The person you are is a person, when you, put, when you die, that's the same person that goes, so like people have this vision of you're physical and then you die and then you become spiritual. No, you're physical and then you die and you remain physical but you just use the physical body but the value system, the persona is identical. So that's very problematic if you go to a world which doesn't speak to that persona. What do you mean to say? <coughs> imagine, imagine for some people, they say you go to Olam Haba and they say, what is this? That's Yeshiva. Davening and then learning. <laughs> no, no, no. He's another option. Please, he's an intro program. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes, tell me. Well, that when people are put back into their bodies. Gilgulim. Wow. That's fascinating. So, so first of all, that's, that's a big discussion as to exactly what Tchirsamaitim will look like. It seems implied by the Rambam that it won't be a physical state, even though a majority of opinions argue in him. Even if it's a physical state, the relationship between body and soul will not be, as it is today, conflicted, but complementary. So it means that a person will live in a state where his body has been totally spiritualized. It will be a spiritual body. It will desire spiritual things. 
just an instrument. Complete, and there's no complete. No, no. Any more questions? Alex. Alright, so um, we have like one of the highest levels, which would be like your emotions, one of the higher levels. Yes. And I mean, you do hear about Great Sadiq and uh, being able to cry, somebody comes to him and Absolutely. Just, like, start crying. So that means they obviously can control their emotions very well. Yes. So, I mean, they're obviously living in a state of even higher than that, you know, the yes. highest state. So, do they actually have to lower themselves in order to. It's hit not a lowering, it's not a lowering, it's a utilization of. Meaning. I'm living in this transcendent state, which means I'm living in a world where, where the love of my fellow man is, is, is in my intellectual world, it's a value. I know that I have to use my intellect to love my fellow man. And there's, no, there's a complete alignment. My emotions echo that. My physical actions echo that. My monetary possessions echo that. So when someone walks into the room who's having a hard time and is poor, so what I do is I intellectually think how I can help him come up with a strategy. I emotionally completely feel his pain and I can cry with him. Physically, I embrace him with my arms and financially, I give him money. So then there's a total alignment between every aspect of myself. You following me? The hardest part of what we're saying is there's a part which I myself am very unclear about, which is um, okay. Maybe I'll I'll leave it for we're running out of time. So, but um, we'll stop there, and Mr. Shem will continue on Thursday or something.